0: Napa Know How. Right now, Napa Legend batteries come with a $15 rebate by mail. Their long lasting durability stands up to extreme conditions. So even on scorching days, it'll puff its chest out and be all like, hey, summer heat, find another car battery to drain. Napa Legend batteries with $15 mail in rebate. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, offer expires 8 31 18. 147, How to Build Confidence in Your Leadership Abilities. Let's get started. As always, we are kicking it off with the art of gratitude. And what I want to say here is that I am so grateful for my friends because sometimes there are certain things that just personally I just don't want to uh, get involved with, I don't want to make the phone call. I don't feel like writing the email. And it's funny because they are the ones that say, no, no, no go ahead and do it. But if it's for a cause that I'm really passionate about, I'm there. It's like I get an extra boost. But when it comes to me, sometimes it's like, ah, I'll figure it out my own way. I don't feel like being bothered with that way. And they remind me that it's okay to just do it that way and get it over with, and that's what I'm grateful for. Those friends who serve as kind reminders to just do it and get it over with. And when I found that it's really the answer that gets me going, if it's something I have to do, and if I believe there's a chance that I may get an answer that I don't care to hear, I don't want to get bothered, and I I have to stop doing that because some things just have to get done. So I would do it, but it'll take a little longer. So shout out to my friends who give me that nudge to basically stop overthinking. (laughs) Okay. So I want you to think about the things that you overthink about and thank those friends who just reel you back in and help you to just get it done. Just get it done. Now, I would be grateful for you if you were to share this podcast with amazing spiritual trailblazers like yourself and also give the show a review and a rating because this helps me connect with other people out there who want to dive into the intuition, dive into entrepreneurship, dive into personal growth, all that jazz, everything in between. I love it. I, I love making those connections. It's priceless. So if you want your voice to be known, maybe there's something I said in this episode and you have an aha moment or there's something you want me to talk more about, maybe you have a topic that you want me to discuss that I haven't talked about yet on the show, let me know. You can do this by old school way, send an email, podcast at tmariejohnson.com, You can let me know on my Instagram page where I post new episode alert. And my Instagram is Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Now, I do also post this on my Facebook business page, which is Tia Johnson Spiritual Mentor, but I'm so much more active on Instagram. I get back to people way quicker on Instagram than I do on my Facebook business page. So the latest on the blog, I really like this blog post this week, which is five wellness hacks to improve your life. Guys, these are just small tweaks. You know I'm all about the small tweaks that have big impacts. And and I just took five things that I do each and every day and wrote it in a blog post. And the, the reason why I decided to do this is because I know that we are busy people. We wear many hats. And small tweaks really do have a big impact in our lives, whether it's just programming our minds to just think clearer, setting ourselves up for success, just to get into that that stream of consciousness of I'm gonna be productive, I'm gonna be proactive. You know, I am filling the blank, okay? Just getting into that, man. It's magical, and it, it really, truly helps us to, as I was saying, get into that that vibe, get her done, make those connections. You really will begin to see the changes in your life, and I, I can't explain it much more than change, okay, for the best. So head on over to com and you will see that um, – post there, no worries. I will put the direct link in the description of this episode. Okay, so again, you can visit the Spiritual and Empowerment Living blog by going to blog.tmariejohnson.com. So before we dive into the goods for this episode, I want to tell you about the master classes I have for the month of April. So the first one was the Spiritual Lifestyle Entrepreneur Masterclass. And uh, that was a lot of fun. We had a winner um, giving out $25 Amazon gift cards with each masterclass for this month. Last week, we had Alana from California. That was exciting. So congrats again. And uh really enjoyed that gift card. I mean, I, I love Amazon. So um, kudos to her for showing up. And, again, huge congrats. I'm throwing imaginary confetti in the air. <laughs> So this Thursday's Masterclass, which is tomorrow, it is the Personal Growth Masterclass. And I, again, am thrilled to talk about this because I'm all about personal development. I'm all about people diving deeper into themselves and then emerging bigger, better, bolder, all that. All right. So this Masterclass is for people who want to do just that, dive deeper and, and grow to new heights, and that's why I created this. So we're going to talk about several things throughout uh, this masterclass. We're going to talk about how to develop your credo, which is your personal mission statement. Establishing your non-negotiables. These are the two things I talked about when I was in Ghana speaking with um, women entrepreneurs. Uh, living unapologetically. Living unapologetically having those pillar conversations you need with yourself. So these are highly important foundational conversations you need. Um, So I'm super excited to talk about this. Again, it's tomorrow, Thursday, April 19th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we're going to talk about all that, and by the end of class, you will be able to define your life's mission, have well-placed boundaries, Uh, leading an unapologetic life, have daily conversations with yourself, make self-care part of your day and not just a chore, be able to thrive in uncomfortable situations, Uh, for example, speaking in public, um, be able to forgive yourself, live your happiness, and understand the order of operation for manifesting your needs and wants. So I noticed that there are certain things that have to happen for us to really manifest our needs and wants, even though sometimes certain things take longer than others for various reasons. So I'm going to touch on that, okay, in the master class. Um, You can – oh, where's the link? Okay, well, (laughs) I want to give you the link for this. I will put the link in the description of this episode as well. I just scrolled down in my notes, and I realized that I copied this from uh, a uh, a post, and it just states enroll in this class here. And here is a hyperlink. <laughs> but again, no worries. If you go to uh I have it somewhere on my website, and you'll be able to check it out there. And actually, it's in the freebie section. So if you go to tmariejohnson.com, for slash freebies, you will be able to not only have access to sign up for those masterclasses, and I'll tell you about the third one in a minute, you can also get access to all the previous freebies, so from video series to PDF downloads. And the last uh, masterclass is the Spiritual Warrior Masterclass, which will be on the 25th of April, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and we're going to dive into some deep spiritual stuff there, guys. All right. So we're going to be diving into discovering, understanding, practicing our spiritual gifts, gifts, and so much more. All right, enough of that. Now let's dive into the actual topic. How to build confidence in your leadership abilities. One of the main reasons why I decided to talk about this is because April is National Rebuilding Month, and I thought what a great topic to discuss for as, far as Building our confidence, and for some people, rebuilding your confidence because life happens. Okay, life is us a roundhouse kick. We got to hit the reset button. We got to go back to the drawing board, and rebuild ourselves in some ways. Okay, so I I have here um, twelve points that I want to talk about. So let's let's hop in into this. One is this isn't limited to being a leader of a group. Okay, so this also applies to being a leader in your life. I come across many people who want to be in the background. they rather have someone someone else shine. You know, they wouldn't mind helping them to shine, but they're more of a behind-the-scenes type of person. Public speaking is not their thing. They couldn't care less about live streaming or uh, anything that has to do with, again, being in front and center that's okay because you just need to be the leader of your life first and foremost. So whatever falls underneath that is something that you have to define. So you can ask yourself, what are the things that I should be really looking at right now in my life? So in other words, what's important right now? What's, what's crucial? What do I really need to direct my attention towards in my life? And next is, who are the people that are in my life? Are they helping me? Are they adding value in my life? Uh, if I decide to challenge myself in a certain way, are they cheering for me because I'm going to shed the old me and and get ready to become bigger and better? Okay. Um, another question you can ask yourself is, am I happy? Okay. Leaders, you need to be in a certain mind frame. In order to lead you need to be able to recharge yourself do you make time to do nothing at all do you make time to do fun things okay all this involves being able to keep yourself at a certain level so you can be effective all right so ask yourself these questions but know that when people say are you a leader it's not just about leading a group of people but keep in mind that someone is watching you and admiring you. You never know who are watching you. And that's something my papa used to say often. You never know who's watching you, Tia. And that's true. You could be an inspiration to someone and not know. And I have said this in previous episodes because it's true. And sometimes they may never tell you for whatever reason. You may be a younger person. They may be an older person and feel slightly embarrassed or nervous whatever the case may be, to tell you that you inspire them. Or maybe they are just shy and don't know how to approach you. Two is that everyone starts from somewhere. Again, there are so many people that I talk to who want to do certain things, but they feel like, who am I to do it? It's been done before. I'm not the go-to person for that. I don't even know where to begin Keep in mind that we all start from somewhere, whether we are starting from zero, negative one, two, or if you want to translate it to alphabet, whether you're starting at A or D because someone had a head start, it doesn't matter. But also know that there is no one else like you in the entire universe. There's something unique about you that people will be drawn to. If you put yourself out there a little bit, if you just be you, okay? So keep that in mind. Everyone starts from somewhere. Anyone who's ever great in anything started as a novice. So definitely keep that in mind. Read the background stories of people who you wildly admire, who you might see on TV. Or if it's someone locally, maybe it's a coach or your doctor, and you just admire them, just ask them their story. Ask them what made them choose that profession. How did they get there? Ask them questions. Next is stay ready so you don't have to get ready. I know that's a common phrase, but I like it because it's true. So what I'm saying here is when you're focusing on developing developing that confidence in your leadership abilities, what I want you to do is start practicing speeches. Start reading more. Practice even comebacks, okay? And I know it might sound silly, like, hey, Tia, what do you mean comebacks? Sometimes we do have to put people in their place. Sometimes people do step out of line. I'm not going to pretend that this doesn't happen. Okay, I know this is a spiritual and empowerment podcast, but unfortunately everything isn't always spiritually happy and empowering. Sometimes people are rude and nasty and you have this thing called boundaries and you have to remind people that you have them. So, Practice a few comebacks, whatever that that may be for you. It might be I don't know who you're talking to, or let me remind you that I'm I'm an adult, I'm not your child, or I have the right to do this, you know, things like that. And far as speeches go, if it's just about introducing yourself, you can create your personal personal elevator pitch, I would say, or, or introduction. So, you know, you, you hear about the the business pitch. Hello, I'm Tia Johnson. I'm a spiritual lifestyle entrepreneur. I help mainly women with their uh, personal power, their growth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's more condensed than that. But I'm just talking off my head. Uh, you might say something like, hello, my name is Samantha. And one of my favorite things to do is play with dogs. I actually volunteer at a dog shelter on the weekends. Um, during the weekday, I'm a nurse and, and I work with mostly elderly patients. So something like that, just to nicely introduce yourself if you want to talk about what you do for a living. Some people can talk about that casually and it's not a big thing. So, you know, focus on your, your conversational pieces. That really will give you a boost in your leadership abilities because part of being a leader is being able to be a good communicator. A great listener Okay, but I would say a good communicator and a great listener, because if you can listen, then you all many will be a great communicator. But if you start off good, you can become great. But I believe that if you listen first and talk later, then you'll be an, a very effective leader. All right, so next is a saying my papa used to always tell me, and that was don't let anyone are you. And basically what he was saying was, don't let anyone treat you like a welcome mat. Don't let anyone push you around. And it's very funny because I do get in arguments with people who are much bigger than me. (laughs) But I don't fear fearful. I'm I'm just speaking my truth. I'm standing my ground because I know that I'm right and I haven't done anything wrong. But I will not be disrespected, and that's just what's what it's going to be so knowing that hey i'm not going to let people take advantage of me will definitely help you boost your confidence in your leadership abilities because you will know your worth if someone were to come to you and say hey know your worth don't let anyone take advantage of you all right if you feel uncomfortable speak up imagine how much better the world would be if more people were, were taught to understand their worth and have that start off with something as simple as don't be anyone's walk man. don't anyone are you okay so think about that next is practice your posture i noticed my sound so basic like my posture what trust me with this one practice your stance how do you stand where are your hands How do you sit? Are you upright or do you hunch over? Okay, when you are talking to someone, excuse me, when you are talking to someone, are you leaning in to talk to them? Are you preoccupied? What are you doing? Think about your posture. Okay, what vibe are you sending out there? Because if you are sending out a vibe of I'm taking up space, people are going to respect that. If you are saying via your posture, I don't care, whatever, people will not take you seriously, and you may feel a little bit as if you had to defend yourself, not even realizing that because you're slouched down in a chair. Again, you're not really focused on a conversation. You just may think people are misreading you. They're not paying attention. They have their own thoughts made up about you. That's not true. Our energy will precede us every single time. So you can sit there with a smile, but people will pick up if you are not feeling it, okay? So practice your posture. Practice good posture. People, again, will take you seriously if you take up space in the right way, okay? You're making your announcement. This is me. This is my little space bubble. I'm sitting here, (laughs) okay? Next is fitness. This is something that, aside from talking with people, I have noticed even in other conversations that I see on TV where people feel more empowered when they're fit. And this isn't necessarily about losing weight, but I mean just getting fit, just toning, toning up some muscles, okay, getting into a rhythm of running or walking, you know, just doing something to get your body in motion. I believe that a reason why people become more confident when they are fit is because they can feel that strength. They're building endurance. They're challenging themselves to excel, whether they're at the gym or they're on a a track, an outdoor track, wherever wherever their gym is, building their character. Now, this doesn't mean that if someone is, uh, you know, more heavier or on the more thin side that they don't have any confidence. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is what I have noticed in myself personally is that I feel more confident when I'm working out. And even right after I'm working out, I feel invincible, okay? I feel like nothing can stop me. I'm in my, my power bubble right now. I'm, I am so good right now. But even afterwards, I can feel the strength. I can still feel that endurance that I put in the gym. And that can translate into many things, endurance at work, endurance with relationships, you can rise up to the challenge because while you're at the gym, you're not going to be lifting the same weight all the time. Eventually, you're going to up the ante, or you might run a little longer. You might do a couple of extra push-ups, okay? You're going to constantly challenge yourself. Number seven is experience is king, reflection is queen. Nothing can trump experience. Now, I know people say, what about wisdom? Yes, wisdom does come with experience, but only if you do the reflection. Here's the thing. This goes back to uh, number two. Everyone starts from somewhere. The more experience you gain with building your confidence in various ways, the more comfortable you're going to be in your leadership abilities. This may mean that you're going to make a few mistakes. That's okay. That's okay. I forgot to include the actual direct link for the master class. <laughs> That's okay. I laughed about it, and I told you that I will put it in the description for this episode, right? So things could be rectified, but you have to really be willing to put yourself out there a little bit. Confidence is, will not come to you being at home. You have to apply yourself. You have to read and oh, you can even open up your computer and read from your computer. It doesn't have to be a, a physical book, but you can't get confidence by sitting at home and watching tons of TV and just not being productive. And I talked about the non-harmful habits we have, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm not not knocking watching TV. I love Game of Thrones, okay? There are some shows I absolutely love and I make time for. But what I'm saying is when we allow certain things to take up too much of our time and we end up spending a lot of time at home or other places not being productive. So back to experience. The more we put ourselves out there and the more we have lessons that we learn from has the reflection, the better our confidence will be. We can laugh about stories that happen you know from day one or day twenty one all that will help you to even be kind of a mentor to someone else, which will boost your confidence even more because now you can say, "Oh, yeah, I was helping out this kid the other day, they're new at the job, blah blah blah, or I was helping out this lady." She was having issues with, you know, such and such. You know, I, I had that a million times all over. I knew exactly what to do. She went on her merry way. Okay? All about experience and reflecting. Lots of reflection. It is speak your truth. So say, for example, you are new to leading a team. Okay? You're a brand-new supervisor or you're a brand-new coach whatever the case may be, you're new to leading a group. Just tell them, hey, I'm new, this is my first time doing this, but I have background in A, B, C, and D. I'm looking forward to working with you guys. Let's have an open line of communication. If there's something that's not vibing right with you, please let me know, okay? Something like that. That can be your icebreaker. The more you just start explaining your thoughts and feelings and the process. The more people will respect you. They might say, Hey, you know what? He's new. He may be our our, our leader, but he's new. He's getting to feel for us, and he's getting to to learn learn the ropes even from his his end. Let's give him some time, guys. Okay. Next is this is all about your self awareness. What's your leadership style like? Are you more relaxed, or are you a more of a micromanager? Are you progressive or old school? Now, earlier I was telling you guys that when it comes to having to do something with my personal business, sometimes I tend to take my precious time because I don't feel like sending an email or I don't feel like calling people. And other times I'm just like on go. So for me, I would probably be more of a relaxed leader, not lazy, not, oh, everyone do what they want, but I would give more of the, the leeway of people to kind of run run their own section they got going on. For example, with me and my virtual assistant, I trust her to do, you know, certain things. She would say, hey, you know, actually, how about this, this, and this, and I just go, yeah, totally, that sounds great. Not a problem. So I'm not someone who's going to, okay, so. While I am about the detail, I am not going to obsess over things that will take up time, and it doesn't have to be the case. So I'm not a micromanager, but I do appreciate detail. So, again, there's a difference. I give people their space, their creative space to do what they need to do, and then I look at it from a bird's-eye view, I look at it closely afterwards, and I get my feedback. We have a conversation. Okay? We have a conversation. I like to think that I'm more of a progressive leader. Uh, there are some things that maybe I'm old school with, and I'm not quite sure what they are at this moment, but I feel like I am with certain things. But for the most part, I, I like to think of how things can be done effortlessly and quickly. So that's one reason why I love apps. So while I have, for example, Trello, which is the platform I use to communicate with my virtual assistant, that's a website. It's also an app, and it updates in real time. I love it. I can be anywhere and put something in Trello for my virtual assistant, and she will receive it. She'll get a notification. Or sometimes I just message her on Facebook. Hey, did you see – The stats from the latest promo on Instagram, you know, something quick like that. Progressive. We don't always pick up the phone and have these long, you know, boring conversations. Actually, our conversations are quite lively. What I'm saying is I'm not calling her for the heck of it about something where I could just send her a quick text, okay? So I'm only on the phone when I have to be. Other than that, Boom, 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 quick quick text message. Ten, do you work well under pressure? You know, are you witty? Do you think fast on your feet? But you think with logic and intuition, not just your emotions. So what I'm saying here is that there will be times where you do have to make a split-second decision. It may not always be the right one, but you have to make a decision. And sometimes you do have to be witty because some people will put you on the spot, okay, and and you have to be able to be okay with that comeback, you know, number three, right? If you stay ready, you have to get ready. Some people will, again, just catch you a little bit off guard, but to be witty, just say, hey, you know, and then give them your practice comeback. And also – because sometimes people may pressure buttons or life happens or maybe the computer is down because it's mercury retrograde or something like that, you know, we can get emotional. So it's, it will behoove you to be logical and use your intuition in combination than to have a quick emotional reaction as a leader because – once you say something you you can't take it back you know it's like you can't unring a bell and in order for you to be effective you have to be of sound mind if you're doing everything from an emotional standpoint no one can respect you and your confidence gets threatened because no one's taking you seriously but if you can be witty think with logic and trust your gut, your intuition, what you have there is a formula for a leader who has confidence in and a leader who is who will be respected. So really think about that. And if you wanna get into it with your intuition, if you're thinking, hey Tia, you're saying intuition, what do you mean? It can be a gut feeling that you have. It can be a little funny feeling you have in your chest. It could be a thought that you get, you know, maybe even a quick vision. You're like, you know what, I've been thinking about this. I envision us doing that. It could be something like that. And then logic comes to play. Okay, well, how are we going to get that done? Who do we need? Who do I need? as opposed to, I don't know how I'm going to get that done. That's a lot. Who does that? I don't have the time for it. That's highly emotional thinking. And you're already setting yourself up for failure because you are allowing yourself to be overwhelmed when you don't have to be. Number 11, this is so crucial, emotional intelligence. intelligence. You You have to. You have to have some kind of capacity to be able to, not just express your emotions, but just be in tune to the environment that you're in and understand the people who you're working with at that time. This doesn't mean you have to know their whole life story, but you just need to get the people. You need to just understand who they are and, and get what they're feeling. And you can sort of understand how people are feeling based on their body language, how they're talking, it's it's a great meter for you to ascertain who you can work with or even do some self reflection because if if your emotional intelligence is not at at a a place where people can see you as someone who's aware and they are in control and Again, with control, I'm I'm using it a little bit loosely because there are some things that will be out of your control, but you can control your emotions. So that's what I mean here, and be able to be expressive. Like I was saying earlier, when you're telling your truth, you're showing your personality. Okay, and to be able to handle whatever comes your way effectively. If something bad happens. Oh my gosh! You know, you, you go through the the motions, feel that go through it, and then figure out, boom, what's the next step to recover? Empathy, understanding, listening, all this is included in emotional intelligence. And if you can really get a grasp of that and practice that, your confidence will be so solid, no one will question your leadership abilities. And last but not least, don't be afraid to roll back your sleeves and be assertive. You know, roll back your sleeves and get in the trenches and help the people to help you. And I know sometimes being assertive is is a little bit of an uncomfortable term for people because maybe it's not in them. Maybe you are the super relaxed person. Maybe you don't want to be in that leadership role and you're just like, oh, I kind of got thrown into this. But remember, we are also leaders of our lives. And sometimes There are some things that we just don't want to deal with. I get it. There are some things I don't feel like dealing with. I'm just like, come back to me on Tuesday. (laughs) Okay, but we really do need to be assertive because we can't let something just go on and on and on because it doesn't go away. Trust me, I tried it. Ignoring it does not make anything go away. Okay, keeping it on the back burner does not make it go away. So. Be assertive. Uh, don't worry about having to sometimes correct people how they address you. you know, if, if you are someone who is at a certain position and someone just refuses to acknowledge your position, you have to check them. Okay, I had conversations again. I have many conversations with people where. Sometimes people do not want to acknowledge that a woman is a leader. And and they have to just say, like, look, you know, this is what it is, okay? So it's okay to let people know, but you can always do this in a professional way. Remember, not highly emotional. You can just have a a mini meeting with them to say, hey, what's, what's the real deal going on here? What's really going on? What is the issue? And if it's just with yourself, ask yourself, why am I letting fill in the blank lag? What is the real issue as to why I'm not getting this done? Okay? The more assertive you are, the better your confidence will be. You will be able to trust yourself in making a, a judgment. Okay? So quick recap. This is not limited to being a leader of a group because we are leaders of our own lives. Everyone starts from somewhere. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Practice speeches. Read a lot. Practice comebacks. Okay, don't let anyone bogart you, courtesy of my (laughs) pop-up. Practice your stance and your posture. Get involved with fitness. Experience is king. Reflection is queen. Speak your truth. Okay, and let that be the icebreaker. Self-awareness, practice that. What is your leadership style? You can even take tests. You can Google leadership style tests, okay? Are you more relaxed? Are you a micromanager? Are you progressive? Or are you old school? Uh, do you work well under pressure? Are you witty and thinking fast? Or, yeah, thinking fast, using logic and intuition, not just emotions. What's your emotional intelligence? There are quizzes you can take for that, too. You can just Google it, okay? And last but not least, don't be afraid to roll back your sleeves and to be assertive. All right, spiritual trailblazers, so get out there, do some great things, be kind to yourself, let me know which one of these points you're going to start enacting right away. On my Instagram page, Tia underscore Johnson underscore, Again, I'm so grateful for you guys. Be kind to yourself. Many blessings. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Think ahead and stop by Advanced Auto Parts before changing your oil. Our freedom to choose oil change bundles include five quarts of Castrol Edge, Pennzoil Platinum or Valvoline Full Synthetic Motor Oil, and any Purolator Boss Oil Filter for only $32.99. Now through August 29th, score a pair of Ken Block Hoonigan Racing Socks in store for free instantly when you purchase any five quarts of Pennzoil Motor Oil. Think ahead. Think advanced. Advanced Auto Parts. While supplies last, see store for details.